So I've had some pretty interesting living situations, but the only challenging one was this summer. In May, I moved to Alaska to join a trail crew with six strangers. And we were gonna be working, traveling, and living together for four months, which sounds like a really bad MTV reality show, except for it got a lot more personal, a lot dirtier, and we didn't have a sweet house. We were camping in tents for the entire time. And no matter how many times I insisted that we were being pumped, uh, no camera crew ever showed up. <laughs> See, I didn't know what a trail crew was when I signed up. <laughs> I just thought, like, it's summer Alaska. It is not going to be that bad. So I get to Indian, where the headquarters is, and I meet my crew. There's four guys and three girls. And we start traveling around the state in this 12-passenger van that's always so packed full of stuff that we couldn't see out the back windows, and whenever we opened the doors, everything was filled out. And we were doing really hard work for 10 hours a day. We were digging trails and hauling gravel and moving rocks. So we were just like sweating gross on a daily basis, which wouldn't have been bad, except for we were in places that were considered backcountry. We were in Yukon Charlie and Wrangell St. Elias, all the way down to Glacier Bay and we didn't have electricity or running water. So at the end of the day, when we tasted like salt and smelt like God knows what, we couldn't shower or wash any of our clothes. And I didn't even have cell phone service to call home and complain about it, which was really like all I wanted to do. <laughs> no, we had to wait um, until the project was over, which was usually eight to 12 days, and we would pack up all of our dirty laundry and our muddy tents and wet backpacks into the van and drive to the nearest town, which in Alaska can be hours away. And our van only had two windows that rolled all the way down. So it was a huge relief when we finally got to civilization because, I mean, I was really excited because I spent our work days daydreaming about showers and fresh laundry. The guys on my crew, though, were less excited about these things. I think they actually just loved being disgusting. There was one point in the summer where they actually had a competition to see who could go the longest without showering. And a couple of times when we were in town, they got too distracted and forgot to wash their laundry. And that's why I thought we were being punked, because you do not forget to wash your laundry. <laughs> So obviously there were times that we would want to be away from each other, but for financial reasons, we often spent our free time together as well. We would split one hotel room between the seven of us that had two queen beds, and if we were lucky, there'd be like a couch or a wall bed. There were a couple of times we were passing through Kinney Lake, a really small town, and we stayed at the Merck, which had four bedrooms, and we would splurge and rent two of them. And the girls always got the room that had the king-size bed, and we made the guys share one of the rooms that just had two twins. And how they managed that, I never really wanted to ask. So we always hoped for a town that had a hostel, because it meant we were going to get our own bed space. So we thought we really lucked out with this project in Kenai Fjords National Park, because we were camping at Exit Glacier, but we could go to Seward for the weekend except for sewer gets pretty busy on the weekends and we didn't have phone service in the park to call for reservations. This one weekend we roll into town just this van full of smelly gear and sweaty bodies to find out that there's a huge fishing tournament going on and there are no available beds at the hostel and there are no vacancies at any of the hotels. 
So we left our tents back at camp. So we go to the Sea Life Center just to strategize. Now, Heidi had met a guy in town a couple of weekends before, so she decided to call him and just like leave us, like get out. She's like, I got a place to stay, y'all find something. And the guys decided that it would be a good idea for all four of them to just sleep in the van. Jen and I decided that that sounded absolutely miserable. And we thought that we would like play the girl card and go to a bar and find some nice folks to take us home. <laughs> When you haven't showered for eight days, people don't want to talk to you. Or the ones that do, you don't want to go home with. So we decided that we would try our hand at just sleeping outside somewhere. We wandered along the beach and looked for like some rocks or tall grass or something like that. But mid-July in Alaska, it doesn't really get dark enough for you to hide outside. So we wound up back at the Sea Life Center and we figured we would like crash on those benches in front of the Sea Life Center where there's that huge rock. We thought we could hide on the far side. The rock would like, if people were coming by, they wouldn't see us from the road. And we were out there for an hour or so and we were really uneasy with the whole situation, so we weren't really sleeping. And then the bars closed. So people started walking through the parking lot, and we heard them talking about, like, what's going on over there? Are people on the benches? Like, who is that? And we figured we should probably leave before the cops got called. Our last resort was to stay with the boys in the van. They were gracious enough to give us the drivers and the passenger seats. And two of the guys were just camped out in the seats in the bag. Like, they had their sleeping bags pulled over their head, just really tucked in. One guy was completely sprawled out in the trunk, using all of our laundry bags as cushion. And at first, I was just really pissed that he was all up on my personal belongings, until I was just thinking, like, how is he breathing back there? <laughs> Jen and I cracked the windows up front, and we were just sleeping against the window, trying to get as much fresh air as possible. Now, the fourth guy was a thinker and he decided to sleep on the roof. So he had a lot of personal space and plenty of fresh air. The next morning, we got a lot of weird looks from the crowds going into the Sea Life Center because the guy on the roof was, of course, the last one to wake up. But we never got in trouble in Seward or with our bosses because sleeping in the van was actually forbidden. So if anyone asks about that, it never happened. <laughs>